What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have a guest on with us today. Her name is Kelly Thompson, and she is a women's leadership coach and speaker who helps women advance to rooms where decisions are made. She has coached and trained hundreds of women to trust themselves, lead with more confidence, and create a career that they love. She is the founder of the Clarity and Confidence Women's Leadership Program and a Stevie Award winner for Women in Business Coach of the Year. She is the author of Closing the Confidence Gap, Boost Your Peace, Your Potential, and Your Paycheck. Y'all, this is going to be so dang good. I'm so excited for this conversation. So let's turn it over to the chat. All right, Kelly, welcome to the show. I am so pumped to have this chat with you. Welcome, my friend. Oh, thank you. I'm pumped to have this chat with you too. (laughs) Yay. Okay. Before we dig into the goods, tell our audience a little bit more about who you are. How did you get into all of this work? What got you here? Just fill us in a little bit. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, you know, like maybe many listeners at some point in their lives, I grew up in corporate America. You know, I spent almost 20 years, if you count, you know, my time working um, in college, pretty much full-time in corporate America. And, you know, I had always worked in male dominated industries. So mm-hmm. I'd worked in banking. Um, and after many years of working in banking and in finance, and I went to technology and it was a healthcare technology company, which was also very male dominated. And, you know, I was often one of the only women in the room, but I think we have to kind of remember and set context that, you know, back in, you know, the mid early two thousands, I'm dating myself. <laughs> like there wasn't language for this. We didn't right. talk about this, but one of the things that I loved the most was coaching some of my female employees on things like how to negotiate salary, how to have the confidence Mm. to apply for jobs, you know, how to present themselves when they are the only woman in the room. And so, you know, as I continue to accelerate my career and move into leadership roles and and switch to industries, you know, a couple of things became clear. Um, First, the reason why I actually left corporate America and went off on my own was I was traveling a lot and I was traveling around the country and I was doing a lot of leadership training and development. I was actually working for another author at the time and I had just recently gotten remarried and my daughter was in middle school and I was like, I want to be home. Yeah. Like, you know, sitting in another airport, like groaning about a layover is really becoming unsexy. Like <laughs> And so, you know, I had a conversation with my boss about digging into another part of my role that was just starting. And that was one-on-one coaching. And she said, you know, that's not really an area of my business that I want to invest in. But she's like, you know what, Kelly, you know, if you ever wanted to go off and start your own business, like, you know, I would support you and help you and champion you and all that. And I think that I'm, you know, probably not emphasizing enough how scary that was to leave corporate America and a steady paycheck and all of that. But, you know, I know something we're going to talk about today, like I couldn't 
not think about it. I couldn't not do it. I mean, there was just this opportunity that was presented to me to do the things I love to do, to use my best talents, um, to live a life in alignment with my values, which was get off the road, stop traveling, spend more time with your family. And so I did it. And so here we are four years in, I'm a women's leadership coach. I'm an author of closing the confidence gap, boost your peace, your potential and your paycheck. And I work with um, women one-on-one and in groups. And lots of times I'm going into organizations doing women's leadership training. And so, you know, it's uh, been an interesting ride through COVID, but I, I never regret leaving corporate and going off on my own. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So much good stuff. Before we go into what we're, we're going to go into your framework, which is so powerful. And I, as I'm like chomping at the bit to dig into it, when you, part of your story, when you pivoted, you were, you mentioned you were leaving like a very secure job. You were leaving a very secure salary. You were leaving. How did that feel? And like, how did you take that leap confidently or were, or did you feel confident? Like, did you struggle with some of that? Talk us through some of that a little bit. Cause I feel like a lot of our yeah. listeners will be, or have been, or might come up against that themselves. hundred percent. Okay. So here's a secret that I want you to know. And this is what I tell all my clients after I've talked to hundreds of really successful women, I did it very doubtfully, nervously, anxietedly, <laughs> of course, but everybody knows that feeling, right? Like yeah. they're the only thing that I was confident in in my choice to leave corporate America was that I knew what I was passionate about and who yeah. I wanted to work with. I knew that I loved coaching, but everything else about it, like, oh my gosh, what if I don't make another dollar? Oh my gosh, what <laughs> if nobody hires me? What if this is the last check that anybody else is going to write? Like, this is just so normal. And I yeah. even talk to entrepreneurs all the time who are like, you know what? That never really goes away. So how did I do it? Like, honestly, like a couple of things had to be in place. Like, honestly, this was not a um, I'm going to throw hazard to the wind or caution to the wind and just do this. Like I had some money in savings so that, you know, I had thought to myself, okay, if I don't make a dime for a few months, I'm going to be okay. You, had some you know, I had to yeah. do, I, yeah, I had to do some things like, you know, cut out some of the normal things that I really enjoy, like my monthly massages or getting nails done. Like I even like as a, you know, for women who are listening, I started to spread out how often I got my hair done, you know, I mean, just those <laughs> little things I started to think about like, what subscriptions do I belong to and how can I cut some of that out? So, you know, yeah. that kind of paved the way a little bit, let's be honest. And let's just name that. I had some privilege that I was, had a partner who had a good job. And so we were able to say, okay, this is going to take an income hit. We're still going to be okay. Income wise. And yeah. I just want to call that out. Um, but I think one of the things that really kept me moving forward was I just felt pulled like a magnet to everything that I wanted to do and I wanted to create. And so even though I was nervous, I felt like I had to keep taking small steps forward, like building my website, test launching a product, you know, putting things out there on social media because even though I was nervous, like I couldn't not do it. I just yeah. like, I, I have to try it. If, if this is ever going to be a time for me, now is the time. So um, we could probably totally unpack that. But yeah, I think to answer your question is I'm still nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like four years like, let's, just, let's just normalize this. I'm still <laughs> nervous. And like any entrepreneur who says, oh, I'm never nervous about my business not being <laughs> successful is I don't know if they're telling the truth because I think that doubt is really healthy in this process because it keeps us humble. Yeah. It keeps us connected to our audience. It keeps us curious about what people are wanting. And so if you're not feeling a little bit of doubt or nerves, then you know maybe there's just some opportunity for curiosity there about, you know, 
what you need to keep evolving to, to keep this thing going. I love that. I love that reframe that one, it's normal. It will be there for probably the rest of forever. And two, it's healthy because it does, it keeps you innovating. It keeps you curious. It keeps you growing. It keeps you stretching. And when you get complacent and comfy and too confident, that's when you stop getting all of those things, right? You stop serving in the most, in the highest capacity that you can. So I love that you brought that to the table. Cause I think it's so relevant for any stage of entrepreneurship for real. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to dig into your reframe. I mean, your framework, I wanted to get to that. So you have this framework and it's called the, it's the values fit framework, which I think is genius because once you get all of these things aligned, it's like magic. You can like fully get behind what you're doing. So let's dig into that. Let's dig into that. Yeah. Let's unpack it. And I'll just kind of tell you how it happened. And I think like many good things in life, it like I came up with this because I had no idea what the heck I was doing. And I was really scared (laughs) of making a wrong decision. So I had been at the same organization for 12 years. And, you know, a part of me was like, I I was burnt out, not because of overwork, but what I learned was I, I was burnt out by something that they call rust out. And that means like, you're just not using the things Mm. and the talents at work that you're really, really good at. And so when yeah. you go to work every day, you're just like, oh, going, going through, the, through emotions. the motions. Yeah. I'm not, this doesn't light me up, but it pays the bills. And like, that <laughs> is a form of burnout. It's called rust yeah. out. So I was feeling that, but what was happening was, I was like, I worked for like a best place to work in my city. Like they were kind of like a pillar of the community. Like people really wanted to work there. And so I remember like driving home And I just be like, Kelly, like, what is wrong with you? People are scraping to get jobs here. Like you need to get your stuff together. You need to figure it out. And I was getting really critical of myself. And one of the things that I started to really think about in that moment of like, why is this not working for you? Yeah. I started to ask myself some questions and these questions kind of became my, my values fit framework. And it served me well, everything from making sure that if I did make a career leap, I was choosing the right next company so that I wouldn't regret my choice to now I use this framework every time I take on a new client or I decide to partner with someone in my business, or I decide to make an investment, like a major investment in something. And so the questions are this, you know, as on those long drives home, one of the first questions that came to me was, am I even using my best talents at work? Like, and I think the question I had to ask myself was, is there anywhere else here where I could use my best talents? Cause like, let's just not throw in the towel and say, Oh, nope. Can't use them here without actually like doing some of our legwork. Um, or as you would say, like sometimes those unsexy things that you have to do, like, let's make sure we can ask before we just write it off. Right. Well, I had worked in different areas of the organization and, you know, I was like, no, like I've tried and I've asked, I, I really, there is not a huge opportunity to use what I'm really passionate about here because that led me to my next is do my values align with the organization's values and not just the values that companies have marketed on their website. That's a big difference, but do my values align with the way that the company makes decisions because the mm. way a company makes decisions the way that they communicate decisions. And honestly, the biggest clue is where a company spends their money will tell you what they value. And so I had a passion for learning and development. I loved creating learning programs, you know, bringing in learning development programs. And so where the values fit mismatch came was they don't really have a learning and development budget. 
It's just not something they value. They're not right. willing to spend the money on it that I need to execute my talents. And so those two questions started to come together. So will this job allow me to use my best talents? Do my values align with the company's values, the way they actually make decisions, treat people, spend money and communicate? Question number three was like on my long drive home was, you know, am I passionate about what this company actually does? You know, I worked for a bank. And banks are great. We all need a bank. <laughs> That's how we get money. But like, was I really passionate about checking accounts and credit cards? Like, not really. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think that that's just really important. And can you work for an organization for a, you know, a long time without being super passionate about what they do? Yeah. But I'll tell you what, when you can find an organization or a partner or somebody or something to invest in where you have shared alignment around passion and outcomes, like it is a totally different fire. Yes. You know, the, the next question that, um, I would leave myself with every night when I was driving home, I was like, what's my energy level been like at the close of most business days, you know, and sometimes we all have bad days. Um, even in the best jobs, we have bad days. Like I've been running my own business for four years. I love it. Um, and we all have bad days, but as a trend, like, what is my energy level at the close of most business days? And what I was finding was like more often than not for an extended period of time, like I just left feeling like I've been pushing a rock uphill. Yeah. You know, I often tell my clients who might be job seeking or might be even interviewing partners or, you know, people to partner with to execute their business. I do this when I'm thinking of partnering with someone um, to help me in my business is I ask myself, like, what was my energy level after this conversation? Did this person surge my energy? Did I feel excited and engaged? Or did I leave this conversation and my energy's like, hmm, something felt off, but I don't know what it is, yeah. right? And then the last question is this, is does this role or does this opportunity move me closer to my career purpose and goals? So just real quick to recap, the values fit alignment is, is will this job or opportunity allow you to, be, to use my best talents 80% of the time? Is this job or opportunity in alignment with my values? Am I passionate about um, this company and who they serve? Does this role move me closer to my career purpose and goals? And what's my energy level at the end of the business days? Or what's my energy level at the close of most conversations with this person? And so if you, know, you can answer yes to all these things, you're probably in a really good alignment fit. Now that doesn't prevent you from having bad days or hard conversations, but what it means is like when your values are aligned, even when you have disagreements and challenges and conflicts and change, cause you're going to have that cause we're human. It makes it so much easier to move through and keep a strong partnership because you're moving in alignment um, and in the same direction. Now, if you're someone who maybe has said no to some of these things, I think it could be an opportunity to stop and get curious yeah. And maybe just ask yourself some questions of, is this the right opportunity for me? Um, and are there some conversations first that I need to have to ask for what I need to bring this closer into alignment um, to my values and goals? All right. This is for my entrepreneur friends and especially my network marketers. I have created a free masterclass just for you to help you discover the three secrets to build a seven figure network marketing business without sacrificing all your precious time with family. This is my seven figure success secrets. And I am so excited to help you discover how to break through some of the most common limiting beliefs that are standing in your way. The first one is how to build a seven figure business while working less than 20 hours a week. 
The second one is to instantly eliminate mom guilt and to be more present than ever before while simultaneously adding thousands of dollars to your bank account. And the third is the seven figure earner secret to doing it all without burning out or missing memories with your family. If you feel like you would benefit from breaking through some of these barriers and learning what I've done differently over the years to build this type of growth for our family and our business without the burnout, without the overwhelm, without missing our family activities, without missing my highest priorities, then don't miss snagging a spot in this masterclass. Go to micafolsomfit.com slash seven figure secrets to claim your spot in the class. And if you can't be on live, don't freak out. You will get a replay, but try to be there live. All right. See you then back to the show. I love it. Okay. There's so many things I want to unpack in here. Okay. <laughs> We're just going <laughs> to dig into this. So one, all of that is so good. So for you listening, literally write those down, go through it yourself, ask yourself, dig in, really get in tune with where you're at with your current situation. And it's what's interesting is that I, and as I think back to my just life journey, it's like all of these have come into play at some point, all of these have. And it's when I was kind of dabbling with what I've been doing now for 10 years, which is I partnered with a company who I aligned with when I was dabbling the first thing that was my gut instinct to like, you should probably do a little bit more with this was the energy level was the fact that like, I would do a little bit with this while I was running my full-time wedding photography business. And I paid attention to that. I paid attention to how I felt when I was pouring into this and starting to grow it versus how I felt when I was getting packed up and ready to go shoot a wedding or getting a wedding inquiry in, I should have been super stoked. And I'd be like, Oh, another one. I'm like, okay, hold on. Something is off. And so I love that that's part of this because it's so real like that. You're, you're going to naturally experience these things, but I think most people or a lot of people, they hush those feelings. They hush that noise. They hush that because the current situation is stable. The current situation is safe. The current situation is what you know. And, and sometimes the fear of the unknown is way scarier than even if it's way better, like it's just scarier. So paying attention to those things and the energy is crucial. So I loved mm -hmm. that. And then as I was like navigating this new business and trying to figure it all out in the midst of mom life and where it fell into place and my priorities and how I wanted to build it, what I always came back to and what I love so much about this values fit framework was everything that I wanted to build a life around aligned with partnering mm -hmm. with this company, how it helped me as a human to grow, to build in like healthy habits, to pour into women, to have space, to lead and to encourage and to inspire and to uplift and to expand was all part of the equation. And so I'm like, okay, well, I can get behind this. And I love that your book is closing the confidence gap, because I think that's what so many people struggle with is that feeling of, okay, well, I've started this business or I've partnered with this company and there's hundreds and thousands of distributors. And it's, we all represent the same product and we all represent the same, whatever, where do I fit in all of this? And this is what sets you apart. Like when you dig into aligning your values and what you believe in and how you want to build your business, mm -hmm. 
with what you care about, that is what sets you apart because that energy transfers into your content. It transfers into your mentorship. It transfers into all of that because you have such belief in what you're doing. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, when I saw like your framework, I was like, this is, this is it. (laughs) This is is magic because you get rid of so much of that doubt and fear and negative energy and dabbling. And is this right? Is it wrong? How do I do that? You just get rid of it when you're like, no, I'm behind this. Like, this is how I want to grow my life. This is what I want to represent. This is how I want to do it. And you do it in a way that aligns with you. And that feels completely different than doing it in a way that causes internal friction and resistance. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, this is, this is good stuff right here. You're making a great point. You know, in my book, um, I write in my book that, you know, as women, a lot of us have been given rules to follow you know, from our yep. families of origin, well-meaning teachers or coaches, or even early leaders and, you know, we just get a lot of advice in the work in the workplace or at work, or just even as an entrepreneur, I still get advice from other entrepreneurs and it's very well-meaning. It's very well-meaning. And I think sometimes when we're young and maybe even we're trying to make a decision, like one of the things you're articulating is a lot of things can look right on paper and a lot of advice from other people can be like, Ooh, you know, that, that sounds right. I mean, look how successful they are. Yeah. Look at their corner office or look how much money they make, you know? And so I think it's really easy for us to stray from our own inner knowing yes, and follow what looks good on paper. Like even when I was in corporate, my job looked great on paper, <laughs> but like you said, every time, um, a travel request was put on my calendar, like my stomach would just burn my whole yes. energy would just drain. And so what I tell women, like one of the best ways to close the confidence gap is to have a framework like this to go in for, um, discernment on how to trust yourself, because Mm. in the world, there are going to be so many things that look right advice that looks right advice that seems like it would be helpful because it comes from a top producer or a really successful leader, but you have to ask yourself, okay, wait, just because something looks right. Does that mean that it is right? And by going in and asking like some of these questions is, you know, really just gives you that extra layer of what looks right versus what is right. And when you talked about, you know, um, what makes you different, you know, kind of in my role today, there's a million women's leadership coaches. There's a million leadership coaches out there. Honestly, there is. And if I was probably not in such a place where I've had some hard lumps in my career, I could really fall victim to constant compare and despair. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't have that. Look what they're doing on social media. Look what they're posting. Look what they're selling. But like, honestly, like when I come back to a framework like this, I'm like, it really helps me keep my eyes on my own paper to say, well, what do I value? But what are my talents? What makes me unique? What unique value proposition do I offer? You know, what's that energy that I want to put out into the world? And you said it so beautifully. It's like when we focus on those things and that's the energy that we put out and we really start to trust ourselves and our energy, we attract people who love that energy too. And I will tell you that like, you know, as I've worked to refine that, even my own business, like my clients have never been more aligned because I am unwilling to stray from this framework to follow what looks to be really good advice from someone who appears to be really successful. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. 
We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Right. And I think too, like even within your own, like I've been partnered with the same company for 10 years, a lot has changed in the 10 years. And there were some times when I didn't fully align with the messaging that they were putting out there. But I was like, but I, I believe in the product. I believe in the resources. I believe in the community. I believe in how I show up and offer mentorship and coaching and results for my clients. And so even through the seasons of transition, when I felt like, eh, I don't know if I like, that's not really what I'm about, but this is, and this, I'm going to stay in my lane and I'm going to continue to do my thing. I never, like, I, I see a lot of people kind of flounder and be like, well, do I fit here anymore? Is this the right place for me? Do I need to look elsewhere? Do I need a, uh? and I never had to struggle with that because I'm like, it doesn't matter what they're doing at the top or whatever, or from a company standpoint, this is what I do, how I talk, how I want to help people. And this is what I'm going to do. And so it's that constant internal, how do I want to do this? And same with like lots of our listeners are partnered with different companies in the network marketing space and different entrepreneurial journeys. Like they're, you're always going to get mentorship guidance of the right way, the right way to be successful, the right way to build, the right way to recruit, the right way to whatever. If it doesn't feel right to you, it's not your right way. So mm-hmm. you can still learn and take in and, and respect what they've done and make it your own and mm-hmm. take the nugget and tweak it and put it in a out there in a way that works for you. So it's like, we have to be, we have to trust ourselves. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people struggle with is they just want to be told what to do. And it's like, you're, you become a robot and you become like, I'm just going to duplicate what successful people do. But then you take out the creativity, you take out your voice, you take out your ideas, you take out all of the good stuff Mm -hmm. that you bring to the table. And so with this framework, I just feel like it helps you really dig into like, well, what do I value? Mm -hmm. What am I passionate about? Where is my energy? What do, what are my talents? What do I bring to the table? Like as you get clear and really clear around those things, it's such an easy path to continue moving forward on your right path on the one Mm -hmm. that's right for you. So I just, I just love this so much. Thank you. (laughs) Where can, where can our listeners, where can they get your book? for one. And where can they connect with you if they want to get in touch or just follow your goodness, all the things. Yeah. So my book is available everywhere. Books are sold. So that would be, you know, the Amazons, the the targets, the Barnes and Noble. Um, A lot of people love audiobooks these days. And let me just tell you my audiobook um, is doing well. So it's also an audible. If you're an audio, did you do it? Did you read it? I did read it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm kind of getting into them too. And I'm kind of like, I want to hear the author. It makes such a difference. I'm so glad you did. Yeah. I does. Cause they know the stories and when to inflect their voice. So yes, I totally, I totally read it. So yeah. You can grab a copy of my book. It's called Closing the Confidence Gap, Boost Your Peace, Your Potential, and Your Paycheck. And then if you want to find me, just come over to kellyraythompson.com. I'm Kelly with an I, R-A-E. And if you pop on my website, you're going to see like a free or a download section. And I've got some free tools that will help you with a lot of this. I have a career clarity guide 
that will help kind of walk you through this a little bit slowly. If you're like, Kelly, these are great questions, but now I don't know what to do. Um, that's a great place to start. So that way you can kind of, you know, as I tell folks, like sometimes it's hard to know like what we want, but I bet if I asked you what you don't want, you could make a list. So it'll just kind of help you declutter a little bit. And then the last place, of course, is I love to hang out on Instagram. I'm at Kelly Ray Thompson. And then I'm also on LinkedIn there as well. So I'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Love it so much. Y'all this was, this is one of my faves. I'm like, I love it when little bits and pieces just come together and you're like, yeah, this is like coming to the universe exactly when it needs to. I have no doubt that we have listeners that will be messaging us and being like, that was exactly what I needed to hear this week. So thank you. So awesome. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks so much for spending time with us and y'all will be back here in another week. See you then. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams. Cause if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.